Welcome. 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 Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Well, here we are on Baseball Mainly. Must be a Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. Oh, yeah. What a coincidence. It was Tuesday <laughs> last week, too. No, it's weird. But you know what, what type of Tuesday it is. What kind of Tuesday it's is it? It's a religious Tuesday. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's Fat Tuesday. Tuesday. Did you get your poochki? No, but every Tuesday I'm fat. <laughs> in fact, every day that ends in a Y, I'm fat. Really? Ah, oh, man. I've put on like eight pounds over the last year, and i got to get it off. I think you look good, Jess. Well, uh, you know, at, at my age, you got it, it. Once you get it on, it's hard to get it rid of it. It's okay. I, 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 Sunday, I was on the treadmill. Mm-hmm. I, I did like. I had five miles in, but by 11 o'clock, I've, I'm at this clinic for these little kids, and I worked there, and I, and I, in between the, you know, the groups coming in, I took a little batting practice, and I still didn't lose a pound, and I'm sore. <laughs> it's okay. I moved Saturday with Alan, and I'm sore. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I don't know how these guys, you know, major leaguers do it. I mean, it, 200 games, all the spring training. I think it might training. be a, all those zeros on their paycheck. Yeah, that <laughs> and being young. <laughs> hey, we, we're grateful today to be brought to you by Century Mortgage Lending. That's CenturyML.com. Uh, I've refinanced my home with them a couple times. I've mentioned this before. I've got a great rate. I don't think that the uh, investor who uh, owns the paper has any uh, uh, any lower rate than they got for me, and uh, I, I got a zero down, zero cost type loan. Uh, Elizabeth over at Century Mortgage Lending took really good care of me. She'll take good care of you. Uh, if you need to refinance your home, it's a great time to buy. Uh, get out there, man. Get out there and buy that house. Uh you want to get pre-approved for that, certainly. Mm-hmm. And uh, Century Mortgage Lending, you can reach them at 248-258-4977. Uh, talk, talk to Elizabeth over there. She is really good. I mean, she took such yeah, – I mean, she was patient with me. She told me what I needed. I got her the paperwork that was necessary. And before you know it, we were closing. And they even sent somebody to the house – they sent a title officer to the house to take care of the closing wow. at my convenience. That's very nice. If you're going to buy a house, get pre-approved so you know what you can afford. If you need to refinance, you want to consolidate some bills, take some cash out, it's a great time to do that. Great. 248-258-4977, Century Mortgage Lending. That's CenturyML.com. Their NMLS number, 134525. Give them a call. Two four eight two five eight forty nine seventy seven. Well, we have a really special episode of our show today. Yes, we do. We have one of my favorite coaches from Fantasy Camp on the phone. <laughs> and I'm sure he doesn't remember me because there are hundreds of guys that have gone through this Fantasy Camp. But Mr. Rod Allen is on the phone. How are you, Rod? Hey, I'm doing wonderful, fellas. How you guys doing today? We are doing great, Rod. Well, we're not as good first as you. Of all, first of all, you guys are talking about losing weight and five pounds. You guys are youngsters. Wait till you get a little older, <laughs> and it starts to get a little tougher to get off, and you really have to watch what you eat on a day-to-day basis. And You can't have many 
of those cheat days. But you guys are young, and you're swinging bats and teaching kids. You guys are doing just fine. Ah, thanks, Rod. Well, you know, Rod, I'm, I'm, I do have, I have this one bat. It's a 34, and it probably weighs 34 ounces. And when a guy throws real slow, I use that. But I'm starting to think that the 33 I usually use needs to be a 32. Because, well, you know, as you, get, <laughs> as you get a little older, and, and ball players will attest to this, and former ball players like myself, you probably need to go down as far as the weight is concerned as you get a little bit older. But I will tell you a secret about most guys that have played in the big leagues. When there's guys on the mound that throw hard, and you're pretty much guaranteed that you're going to get a fastball. I'm talking about guys like, you know, Justin Verlander when he was in his day, because he was pretty much going to give you a fastball most of the time. Mm -hmm. Most guys would use a heavier bat because it took a lot of the guesswork out of it, and they knew all they had to do with that bat was to get it from point A to point B to make contact, and the heavier the bat, the further the ball goes. I don't know if you guys knew that, but the more condensed the wood, the heavier the bat, the further the ball goes when you make contact. So guys would take advantage of that by using a heavy bat when they knew they were going to get a fastball. That's incredible. That's incredible to know. I didn't know that at all. I thought usually you'd want to go with somebody like Justin Verlander. Well, I guess momentum, but uh, with somebody like who throws, you know, 98. Well, let him generate the, g- generate, generate the power, right? Right, right. Wow, that's 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 good advice. I need all the advice I, advice I can get, Rod. I play with old guys that, uh, you know, to me a fastball is seventy miles an hour now, and uh, I, I don't I cannot imagine hitting a ball going ninety five miles an hour. I couldn't, you know, I'd have to close my eyes and swing hard in case I hit it. And I think, in fact, I think that's some advice you gave me once. <laughs> that's what a lot of big leaguers do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you know, you're you're better than we are today because we're expecting four to eight inches of snow tomorrow. And you're out in lovely Arizona, aren't you? I am. And because of that, I mean, there's 15 uh, spring training teams out here, and they're all in close proximity. So you, you really get a chance to get around and see all your friends. You get a chance to see all the players. Uh, it's no better time in Arizona, and likewise down in Florida, even though Florida is a little bit more spread out, I mean, because uh, you don't have the closeness of the uh, the facilities like you do in Arizona, but uh, it's a great time of year. But I wish I was down in Florida with the Tigers still, kind of watching them, and uh, you know, but I'm still getting a chance to watch a lot of baseball. Well, well Rod, I don't know that everybody knows this, but you were on that 84 Tigers team that won the World Series. What was it like playing with those guys? There were some great well, players. Well, it was incredible. Uh, it really was. I mean, you don't think about it at the time, guys, but in the grand scheme of things, the way that all came together for me was just a blessing. You know, I wasn't in Major League Spring Training when spring training began, wow. but I was doing so well over in the minor league camp that Sparky kept calling for me to come over. He kept giving me at-bats, and I kept hitting. And I was hitting some really good pitchers. And the next thing you know, Sparky started telling me, once you start coming over here every day, as a matter of fact, once you start dressing over here. So I started dressing over there. And next thing you know, I was playing and I was traveling. And it got toward the end of spring training. And, and I mean, to make a long story short, and there's much more to the story. I don't want to, you know, make it too long. But to make a long story short, you guys know because you're Tigers fans that Glenn Wilson was a very popular Tiger. And they thought he was going to be, a superstar. 
Uh, they traded him to Philadelphia, and uh, they got Willie Hernandez back from Philadelphia in that deal, and that paved the way for a young kid by the name of Rod Allen from Santa Monica, California, to uh, make that 84 team and play with guys like Parrish and, and Lemon and, and Whitaker and be managed by Sparky and, you know, Gates Brown and, you know, Bergman, Trammell. You know, the list just goes on and on. Gibson, I mean, just so many great players. How'd those guys treat you? You know, you're you're the kid. You're a rookie. How'd they treat you? You know, I didn't hang with all of the guys because, I, you know, I was only there for, you know, maybe a couple of months to begin the season. And I was sent back down to the minor league. But, you know, obviously I worked in the outfield with all the guys, and Kurt was great. Chet was great. Uh, Larry Herndon was probably one guy that really took me under his wing. And Larry and I are great, great friends today. We're just one of the, the, the most wonderful men I've ever met in this game. Uh, and then you had Lou Whitaker in the infield. He and I and Gates Brown used to get together a lot after games, and we'd go to Gates Suite, a, a room, and we would sit down and just talk baseball. So uh, those guys were great, man. It was a very professional group, and they had a great leader, Sparky. Yeah, it's just, it just, you know, it's a dream to us uh, uh, wannabes, right? Uh, but uh, it, it, it just must have been. I, you know, I remember talking with Daryl Evans and he, him talking about walking into the Atlanta dressing room the first time, and there's Hank Aaron. I mean, just Eddie Matthews. I mean, guys that are Hall of Fame type guys. Same kind of thing with the Tigers. I mean, you got well, we got a couple Hall of Famers. There we got several. We got I mean, you got Sparky. You've got uh, uh, Trammell and Morris now. I mean. Mm-hmm. And Whitaker should be on there too. Yeah, he should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anyway, man, it's it's yeah, just it was a, incredible. You don't really you don't really uh, understand that at the time. I mean, you know, you're playing with good players. I mean, you see good players all around the league. Uh, you're a competitor. You you really aren't in awe of anybody at that particular time. You may have been when you were you know 15, 16, 17 years old. You might have looked up to some guys that you know. For me, growing up in Los Angeles, being a Dodgers fan, I like those Dodgers clubs. I really love the Pittsburgh Pirates teams when they would come uh, into town. I, I remember that team like it was yesterday. That, that was just a wonderful group of was guys. That, was that the We you know, Are Family that group? Age, yeah, it was. It was. And when you're at that age, you don't really, um, you know, you're not thinking. You, you know, you're thinking about you know, you know, guys you would like to be like. But once you start playing, and then you start seeing them, and you start facing Morris's and other worlds and stuff, and you got to get compete. So uh, you have to uh, have a whole different mindset. But it is wonderful. And all those guys are in the Hall of Fame. And not only the old, those guys, but I've been so blessed over my career as broadcasting in Arizona and in Detroit that I've seen some of the best players ever. And Berlander and, and Scherzer and Miggy. And mm-hmm. then you go to Arizona and Randy Johnson and, and Kurt Schilling. So uh, baseball has been unbelievable to me. I'm extremely blessed. Yeah. I, it, it, you know, there's there's no sport like baseball as far as I'm concerned. I you know, we've got a lot of sports guys around here at NRM. And by the way, for anybody who's listening, I, I think you're going to be part of our team here. I'm hoping. Mr. I am. Allen? I'm looking forward to it. That's I, I mean, I want to talk. I got so much baseball to talk about and just sports in general that I just can't wait to join you guys. And, you know, I, I know you guys are doing some big things there, and I'm looking forward to the expertise that you guys have there in that field to help me and guide me and and wind me up and just let me go and talk baseball because that's what I do best. Yeah. Well, you're, you're really good at it. We have some questions for you. And uh, first of all, we got to talk about the Astros yesterday with the Tigers. I don't know if you caught any of that, but uh, Altuve got hit. 
it wasn't a big deal. He just ran down to first base. Uh, but uh, there were a lot of boo birds out yesterday. <laughs> you think? Was <laughs> <laughs> well, baseball baseball going to get by there's this? Gonna be, there's there's going to be boo birds all year. I mean, it it is such a uh, it is such a tough situation, and it's such a bad situation. But you know, the, you know, you 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 make your bed hard. You've got to lie in it. You know, I think our parents have been telling us that for years. I think that's the same thing that we tell our kids. I mean, you make mistakes, you got to own up to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's consequences when you make mistakes, and they're going to face all those consequences. I mean, you're starting to see it from the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're starting to see it from managers. You're going to see it from fans. Uh, it is a very difficult situation. It's an embarrassing situation for them. Uh, I hear people say they should take the trophy, get rid of the banners, and, you know, all those things. Uh, but... I don't think it's anything that you can do like that that's going to uh, cause them any more uh, anxiety mm-hmm. or any more shame than they already feel. And they're going to feel it for a number of years yeah, because everywhere yeah. they go, they're going to be associated with that. And unfortunately, their kids are too. So it's just uh, a bad situation. And I was thinking about this too. I mean, uh, we, we take, you know, we take for granted, you know, us that have been in the big leagues when you go on a road trip, just the, to get with the guys and when you get to that next city and, and just go to the nearest nice restaurant or wherever you want to go and not even worry about having security around you or anything like that. These guys are going to need security around them all the time because yeah. there's always going to be guys out there that are heckling, heckling them. Uh, it's just not good, but I do hope and I pray that it, you know, it goes away mm-hmm. uh, because it's good for baseball that it does go away at some point in time. Yeah. And I'm one of those guys that uh, everybody deserves a second chance because I believe I do too. Uh, as far as the broadcast booth is concerned, and I just can't wait to get that next opportunity. That's so, right. Uh, I'm all for people forgiving. Yeah, that's right. And you know, I, uh, Rod, did you did you see this spiraling when the first kind of news broke from Fires and him, you know, Fires being with Detroit and being that kind of, uh, you know, leader in in the clubhouse? Did you did you see this whole thing with the Houston Astros kind of spiraling like the way it has? There had always been rumblings about the Houston Astros the last couple of years doing some things. And I remember like it was yesterday because I was so impressed with what they were able to do with the pitchers, you know, like Verlander when he would go over there, and then Garrett Cole, he would go there, and, and his game would be elevated. And I'm drawing a blank on the guy, Charlie Morton. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went there, and he was unbelievable. So I was talking to Jeff Luno one day, and I'm like, what is it with your organization that makes these pitchers go to – another level. I wasn't even thinking about the hitters. I just thought those guys were gifted and talented. Mm-hmm. I didn't know they were cheating, and I still think they're gifted and talented, sure. but I just felt like there was something in Houston they were doing that was different from everybody in baseball that was making them so elite and better than everybody else. Yes, they have good players. Now we know they were cheating. I don't think they were cheating on the pitching side. At least it's not. I'm at not liberty to say. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that. I'm not thinking that. But I thought they had a superior organization led by a very bright individual. And he kind of changed the the way the landscape of the game is being played. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody in baseball started hiring guys like Jeff Luno because they wanted to copycat what he was doing in Houston, hoping that it would make their organizations better. So um, I did not hear, to answer your question, I did not hear um, anything specific regarding um, the Houston Astros even though Mike Fires was on the team, but I'm sure, I'm 100% sure, when the team went to Houston and Fires was on that team, 
I'm sure he had something to say to his teammates about, you know, watch for this and we got to be careful with this and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But he kept it in house. I didn't hear anything. Yeah. Right. Right. Hey, who who do you like? Uh, do you like the Tigers this year? They're going to be any better? Yeah, I like them better than last year. Last year was a rough, uh, rough year for uh, uh, all Tigers fans, and I'm still a Tigers fan myself. I mean, to lose 114 games, I mean, things just did not go right for them uh, last year. I mean, I don't think it's going to be a, a great year for them by any stretch of the imagination, but I do think uh, they will be better. Uh, they spent about $20 million. Uh, they still don't have uh, a lot of money to spend. They're not spending the kind of money like Mr. I spent back in the day when Dave was there mm-hmm. and I was broadcasting. Obviously, they're still rebuilding, and I think they're not out of that rebuilding um, mode yet. But they signed the kid, C.J. Crone, uh, for first base or D.H. Uh, I've heard some great things about Miggy, which is good. If Miggy's healthy and Miggy can play and Miggy can do anything close to what he used to do, uh, he's going to help them win quite a few games. Uh, the kid at second base, Scope uh, is a nice player. Uh, they're still trying to see if he can regain some of that uh, brilliance that he had a few years ago when he was with the Baltimore Orioles when he hit, I think, 20-something home runs and drove in 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see about shortstop. Uh, I love Nico Goodrum. Uh, he was just one of the favorite guys to cover when I was there, mm-hmm. and I hope he does well at shortstop. He's athletic. I think he's going to be there. You got Jamer over at uh, at third base, and in the outfield they signed Maven, and I think Maven's going to help out. Yeah. You know, guys like Jacoby Jones. I think he's going to help out guys like Stewart uh, from a mentor standpoint. Then you got Boyd anchoring that staff, so uh, they got some work to do, but they got some pieces there. Um, you know, to hold down the fort until the guys like Mize and Manning get there. Uh, and I think Manning is going to be a star in the big leagues. I yeah. think he's that good. Yeah, he's he's getting good reports. That's for sure. Hey, well, he's couple... got a great. He's got a great curveball. He's, he's got a big league curveball right now. Yeah, and the Mize kid, he's got a big league split fingers fastball. So mm-hmm. you're talking about two kids that throw 95 miles an hour, and they also have two great signature pitches. Yeah. So uh, Al Avila still got a lot of work to do. The organization has got a lot of work to do. Their minor league staff has a tremendous amount of work to do trying to get these guys up to the big league. Uh, so they can compete again like they were able to compete in those years from 2006 uh, to 2016 because Tigers fans got spoiled. Oh, we they sure did. did. Yep. Hey, uh, what about uh, – there are a couple guys uh, that uh, you didn't mention that I think are going to figure into their plans this year. Is Reyes, who was the Rule 5 guy from a couple years ago. who He had a good season the last, last two years. He's, he, he's, he seems to be improving. I, I think he's going to be part of that outfield. What do you think? I like Victor. Uh, they gambled on him a couple of years ago when they kept him uh, on the roster, even though he had not played above Double A. But uh, that was the last year that I was there, and I saw some flashes of brilliance from Victor. I saw some arm speed. I, I saw, saw some uh, some speed. Uh, he needed to take better routes in the outfield, but I'm sure he's gotten better at that. Uh, I just don't know if he's going to start because, I mean, I yeah. think they probably need a guy like Stewart to turn the corner and to be that power left-handed bat. And then you got Jacoby Jones in center field. I like Jacoby Jones a lot. I, I don't know if Victor has caught up to Jacoby, but I, I've always loved Jacoby Jones and his skill set. And I think Mabin is, is, is scheduled to play, you know, one of those spots. So I see Victor making the team, but I don't see Victor necessarily starting unless it's No, I, I, I think he's that, you know, uh, maybe field. fourth guy out there. Yeah. What about Reyes? Uh, I mean, what about uh, uh, Castro, Harold Castro? Uh, don't know much about him. Um, 
But, I mean, I've heard his name quite a bit, you know. So, I mean, the one thing about all these guys on that you hear about as far as the, the roster is concerned, they all have opportunities to, to, to play because of the fact that they lost so many games uh, last year. And so that's always going to open the door for all these kids to get opportunities uh, to, to, to get wonderful, to get an opportunity. And Castro needs a strong spring training, but if he does that, he could win a job as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just yeah. it just you know it just depends on how Nico plays. I think they've got some pieces. Uh, you know, when they start to get some pitching, maybe a, you know a year or two from now, a couple couple free agents that help. Uh, this could be a totally different team. Well, it can happen quick. It, that's about that much that we've seen in baseball. I mean, you, you look at the Minnesota Twins for years. I mean, they're you know, not winning, and all of a sudden they, they win, you know, over 100 games, and, and they just take that step and just take, you know, that right mix, that right guy, mm-hmm. a couple of guys having great years on the pitching staff, and then everything coming together. I mean, watch we watched that back in 2006. I mean, kind of really out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, Leland kind of yeah. took over that year, but no one was expecting that team to, to get to the World Series. It was special. It was called fire, and it just was special, and then something was born, and it was just, it was just, Great baseball after great baseball game mm-hmm. um, for about a number of years. Yeah, I know it's it's tough right now to be a Tigers fan, but you know what? We've had our ups, we've had our downs. I think here in Detroit with with uh, you know baseball and you know it, it, I think we're on the right move. I think uh, Avila's doing a, a a good job with with doing the right moves. Obviously, he couldn't move some contracts that really weren't he wasn't really a part of when Dombrowski was here, but. It, it, it we're looking at a fresh start you know you really can't get any worse than well, i mean you could than last year but even last year a lot of the games weren't decided by 14 runs to one run we were close we were there it was just a lot of we needed help in the bullpen we needed help in the positioning we needed pitching we needed better pitching, defense better, better defensive hitting. and know, better hitting thing, yeah. but you know i think it's i think we're on the right move i think we made some really good moves this year and uh, i think we're on, we're on the up finally okay rod we've got uh, a, a real quick we're going to shoot these at you we don't have a lot of time left uh, so, but we're gonna when we next see you we're gonna find out if you know what you're talking about okay <laughs> who's, gonna, who's gonna win the National League West I think this is an easy one well that's the Dodgers Central uh, Central and that's uh, I don't know who would I go with in the Central when I go St. Louis when I go Cubs <laughs> that's a tough one now uh, I go Cubs okay. okay in the East. In the East, that's a little bit tougher. That's a little tougher. I'm going to go Nats again. Okay. Nats. Well, okay. that's a safe choice, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, American no, League. No, no, there's a lot of good teams. That's not a safe choice. There's well, a lot of good teams. I kind of like the you Phil- got Atlanta. You got the Mets that are good. A lot of people are picking the Mets to be better. Mm-hmm. I like that's, the that's Phillies. That's probably the deepest. That's probably in Philly. You got Girardi over there. They got a good team, too, but. So it's not a safe pick, but I, I just got a feeling. I kind of like what they're doing. Okay. Okay, American League West. American League West. Uh, it's easy to go Oakland, but I'm going to go Angels. Ah, yeah. There we're on is. the same path yeah. there, buddy. No, it's, no, 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 no. It's no, time. No, it's back. time for them. Take that back. No, 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 no. Houston. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, okay. no. <laughs> no. Everybody's... I take that back. I I had I had I had I had one of those moments for me. Excuse me. I'll take that back. Okay, I like I, I like the Angels. The Houston Astros. Yeah, I like the Angels because I can't like Houston now. Central. Who are you like in the Central? 
I got to go Minnesota. Yep. Yeah, I picked the White Sox. I think they're much improved. And what about East? Uh, Boston Red Sox. I'll Red take the, I'll take the Rays. We'll see who's oh, no, right. Who do no, you? No. <laughs> the, the Yankees. Okay. The Yankees. Okay. The Yankees. Absolutely. The Yankees. Right. It and is. So, so yeah. Now now I'm not. This is too early for predictions. You got to like get the predictions at the end of spring training. Although I don't think many of them will change that much. Yeah, no, well, I, I don't think so either. I think uh, I think you know the central. I think Minnesota's kind of moving that they're moving into that top tier. Obviously, we all know the central's hard. It's a hard division to play in with the teams that we because got, it's it's they're all you know it's not a great division. Nah, that too. But I like Randy Dobnek over there. Anybody who comes from nowhere to make the big league team, I'm happy for. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, well, those Rod- stories are all over. Those stories are all over the big league. You know, I will say this much. I mean, I know we're about done, but I mean, Al Avila, man, he's had a very tough job over this and taking over from Dave. But obviously, you know, having to trade the players and then in turn get the players back and mm-hmm. and hoping that those players can turn out to be real nice pieces uh, to helping you get your club back to that status and enjoy some longevity. Uh, it's just a tough job rebuilding these days, but they're doing the best they can. They're going to. Another really good draft choice this year. I don't mm-hmm. know who that's going to be, but uh, you know they're on their way. As you said, they're they're on their way to getting better, and that's the key. That's the key. Well, I'm looking forward to having you here in the studio soon, and uh, I will be there soon. As a matter of fact, I'm looking forward to uh, you know the expertise that you guys have there. I'm oh sure yeah, that, uh, <laughs> you guys will help me. Uh, you'll make me sound good. Oh, oh you, you already sound, already good. sound yeah. good, man. Thank you for being on today. We appreciate it so much. Uh, I, you know, you're one of my heroes. Hey, for uh, for Corey, <laughs> you set your sights a little higher, buddy. Oh uh, <laughs> no, for Corey uh, Stewart, for Just Monticello, and especially for Rod Allen, for Angel in the booth, for Alana filling in, and for Steven, This is Just Monticello saying, "Let's play two. <laughs>